a Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Greetings, everybody. Thank you for joining me once again. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. Rocky Mountain ATV MC is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, dual sport bikes, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for all of us crazy folks out there that got to buy a bunch of shit. I just bought two new Dunlop MX3S tires, front tires, because honestly, guys, I'm not that stoked on the MX33. So I'm buying up MX3S tires. So Rocky Mountain ATVMC still has them. It said they have five or more, so go get them while they can and enjoy the front wheel traction of the Dunlop MX3S. <laughs> and no, Dunlop is not a sponsor of this show, but I do like that front tire. Thank you to the guys at Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. And you know what? They are back for 2019. We're going to do some more cool stuff with Fly Racing. Lots of new things that's going to happen in 2019 over here at Kiefer Tested. I'm looking forward to that. So thank you to the guys over there at Fly Racing. Max and the guys, you know, been good to me for many years. So, And not only are they good dudes, but they have great products. As you can see from the Monster Energy Cup, that new special edition, not a limited edition, special edition gear is sick. I love me some of that color. Go get yourself some. It looks bitchin'. Head over to flyracing.com, check out the stuff they offer. Light Hydrogen is one of my favorite sets of gear. You guys know this already. I say it tens of thousands of times, but it makes it easier for me to go out in my garage and choose what I'm going to wear when I really like the set of gear that is sponsoring this show. So it's easy for me. So go check them out, Fly Racing. And Race Tech, they are back again for again. And once again, they are back, 2019. I am so very thankful for those guys over there. And I'm thankful for you guys emailing me, telling me that you guys have been going to Racetech and getting your stuff revalved, and it's been great. I told you. I'm not trying to steer you in the wrong direction. Head over to Racetech.com, see what they can do for you. They can do pretty much anything. Suspension, engine services. Even if you got an old clapped-out vintage bike, I'm going to give you a 99% for sure rating that they will have the parts for you. So go check them out. Chris Riesenberg, back riding again. Yes, you can thank me, Chris, later for getting you the bug back into riding. Boom, it's in you. That's what I do here. Try to get these guys back riding. Thank you, Race Tech. So, hey, we're going to talk about something that, you know, we're talking about sponsorship, advertising, 
This podcast is how to obtain a sponsorship and keep it. This is something near and dear to my heart. I want to do something different this week and not just talk about dirt bikes or gear or parts. You know, it's sponsorship season. This is the time of year, October, September, when you send resumes in or you talk to people and try to get some discounts or maybe even some free stuff. Okay, but there is a lot involved into doing this. I wrote an article that's up on keyforinktesting.com right now that tells you how to do this. But I wanted to put it into a podcast format um, just in case for you parents out there that want to have little Johnny listen to this. I will try to keep the swearing to a minimum, I promise. But sometimes when I'm passionate about something, swear words do come out. So this might be a R or PG-13 rated podcast. But nonetheless, I want to go over how to get a sponsorship, how to keep it, how to approach it, what to do. Just the things that I've grown up learning. Yes, things have evolved over time. It's not the same. But you know what? I've been around a little while. and I see the trend starting to come back like it was old school style. We'll explain what I'm talking about later in this podcast. But everything that was once in style goes out of style, then comes back. That's just how this place works, man. That place is the world. Okay? And the world is no different than our little industry that is motorcycle racing. Even if you don't race, there is ways to get sponsorships, okay? Crazy world out there, but hey, social media changed the game for everyone. For uh, for me included, media testing, for sponsorships, everything out there is different because it's so easy to see what your favorite riders are doing or even your buddy that you ride with on a weekly basis or you race against. You can find out what they're doing. So that's kind of changed the way of sponsorships as well. So we're going to go over some things and let you know how to obtain and keep a sponsorship. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of background about myself here. Most of you guys that know, listen to this podcast, know who I am, have, you know, have some background, but hopefully I get some new listeners in this podcast and I can break you guys down of how I grew up. So I grew up in Asperia, California, desert guy. My mom was disabled. She had multiple sclerosis. My dad worked several jobs, you know, um, middle-class family. And every day after school, I came home and rode my dirt bike. That was the benefit of riding or benefit of living up in the high desert. I got home from school, had to do some homework, maybe had to do a square of weeds, empty the trash, do some chores, but then I was off riding my dirt bike. Fast forward a few years, you know, my teenage years, things started getting tight in my family. My mom started getting sicker and my dad had had more responsibility for my mom. So it was up to me to find ways to get discounts or find ways to take some of the the load off of my dad, you know, money-wise. So what did I resort to? Of course, I had Dirt Rider Magazine, Dirt Bike Magazine, Cycle News, Motocross Action. I got every single publication out there went to the back pages of where all the advertisements were, wrote down the addresses in a little notepad book, and then I formulated resumes and mailed them off to every single person that advertised in these magazines. Okay, that has evolved, obviously. But I didn't have a computer back then, so I hand-wrote resumes. You know, I had like a template, and then I copied and did those several times, 
and mailed them off. So what happened back then is I would wait. So I would mail these resumes off and then I would wait by the mailbox every single day after school. I would go ride, ask my mom, hey, did the mail come? And I would wait for these acceptance letters or maybe they weren't acceptance letters. Maybe they said, nah, we're good. We don't want you. But then I would get these letters back saying, yes, Kiefer, um, we want to have give you 50% off. My very first sponsorship that I got from a handwritten resume was Gear Racewear. I'm going to give you a pause because you probably don't know who the hell that is, right? Especially if you're younger. So Gear Racewear was a clothing company that provided, um, basically it was like a, a Hallman or a Thor back then, but Gear Racewear was pretty big back in the 80s and the very early 90s. And that was my first, you know, gear spot. I got 50% off. My dad paid for two sets of gear for me, and I wore the shit out of that two sets of gear all year. So basically, fast forward now. Now we have computers. Now we can email. Now we can do all kinds of things um, to let companies know who we are, what we're about, how we can sell the product, and so on and so forth. So Basically, why companies sponsor people out there is not just to give you free shit. It's for you to advertise for them. That's the key word here is advertise for them. There's no way a company is just going to give you product and expect you to ride or wear the stuff and then that's it. You have to do something on your end to help them out as well. It's a 50-50 relationship, okay? And they expect you to help them out and sell the product, which we will talk about more later in this podcast. So first things first, when you get ready to formulate a resume or or, or a proposal to these companies, um, you're going to have to know who you are. How often do you race? How often do you ride? How many times um, are you going to go race a series You know, for the next year? What are you doing? You have to know and really tell the company what you're about, okay? Consider your image. What is your image? Are you an edgy guy? Are you um, a blue-collar guy? What what kind of person are you? Are you a teenager with piercings? And there's so many types of people. And that doesn't mean you can't get a sponsorship if you're different. You just have to know what the company's demographic is, Okay? If you're, let, let me try, I'm trying to figure something out here. If you're a tattooed up guy, right? You got some piercings, you, you, you're a little edgy, okay? Chances are a company, a wholesome company, you know, is not going to really drive you home and sponsor you. A company maybe like Shift is an edgier company and they want some of those types of guys to sell their products. So maybe you should figure out which companies, okay? sponsor that kind of guy, which is you. If you're a blue collar guy, wholesome guy, you know, I, I would think fly racing is something that those are the kind of uh, people that they look for. Family oriented, um, blue collar, wholesome kind of people. Not to say that I'm always that way, but I feel like that is very crucial in how to obtain and keep a sponsorship. You got to know what the company's demographic is and you have to know what type of person you are, 
Kiefer, do I need to go to the sponsor pages like Hookit and SponsorHouse.com? Yes, those things help you get discounts. I'm not going to say those things aren't available anymore and they're and they're extinct, but I do see a trend of companies that are doing it in-house again. Let me uh, give you an example. Maxima. I talked to the guys over at Maxima, and they are doing it old-school style well, where you send your resume in or proposal, and they have a guy go through each resume and determine if you get a sponsorship or not. I can tell you right now, okay? If you go to SponsorHouse.com and you go to Hook It, and you have these companies that are still working with those people, chances are you will get a little bit of a discount, okay? Because they want you to use their product. But I almost guarantee you, you will never get free product because it's just super hard for the companies out there to really get to know the person. And to me, it's all about relationships, okay? If the people that work inside the company that sponsor you do not know you, chances are you're never going to get free product. Well, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I, I really want to get, I really want to tell you guys that being, having, and these relate, the having these relationships, okay, mean a lot in everything, not just in your personal life, but also in your business life too. Like, you have to really create lasting friendships and be a real person. So, I see these companies going more towards, hey, you send me your resume in. That way I can get a feel of who you are and determine exactly if you fit our brand. Okay, so if you guys are sending them in the sponsor house and hook it, chances are you might get a little bit of discount, but you may not be maximizing everything. I would be finding out who is in charge of doing sponsorships at each company, which is not that not that hard to figure out. You can go online to these companies' websites and find an information um, email and ask, you know, hey, who do I send some proposals or emails to? Chances are they will give you an email and then you can email the person. Now, when you do your proposal, guys, okay, I get tons of emails every day. I do not want a fucking novel Okay, that's one curse word already. I do not want a novel. I want to get to know you, tell me your your problem or question, and then get out of it. Um, I don't have all day to read emails, and new, neither do these guys out there. They get probably way more emails than I do, okay? And they got to determine if you're the right fit for their company. Easiest way to do it in a proposal, if you guys want to figure out how to do a proposal. I need a little bit of background about you. Obviously, what you're racing, how tall, you know, your whole stats, what you're about, where you're racing, what's your classification, what you can do for the company. You know, hi, I'm Joe Blow. I'm 5'11", 160, 32 years old. I race this, this, and this. I have this kind of bike. Um, I plan on um, doing these races, and these are the things that I appreciate about your product. I use your product. Here we go. That is another thing. If you guys are asking for sponsorships out there, know the product because it's going to come across loud and clear. If you do not know anything about the product, you're trying to get a discount or for free. There, people read through bullshit, okay? 
So if you're asking for some product, know a little bit about it. It doesn't take that long to do some research and know about it. And if you do not believe in that, don't ask for a sponsorship. Why would you ask for something that you don't want? That's like going, hey, Santa Claus, I want a, uh, an ATC for Christmas. And, and Santa Claus gives you an ATC. But you really don't want the fucking thing. You want a dirt bike. So why would you ask Maxima for oil if you don't really like their oil? You see what I'm getting at, guys? When you're writing your proposal, know a little about the product. Tell them why you choose their product and ask if they need help promoting their stuff for 2019. Okay? That shows the company that you're willing to work for them. Again, it's a 50-50 relationship. Okay? They're not just giving you free shit because they feel like it. They're going to give you free stuff so you promote it and hopes that you sell more stuff than they're giving you. That's how businesses work. That's how everything works in this world, okay? You do something for me, I do something for you. Friendships, relationships, business, that's how it works. In this email or proposal that you're doing, okay, put your social media handles on there. If you have a Facebook, if you have a a Twitter, if you have an Instagram, you have a Snapchat, put that in there so they can follow you, so they know what you're about. That that's a built-in way for people to get to know you. You know, you can have a vlog. It's super cheap to do. You can, you know, do your, you know, do up a vlog once a week so people know what you're doing. It's very interesting, okay? I always get heat from one of my buddies, Gary Sutherland. He gets so bummed out sometimes because he races, he's won championships and he feels like he deserves more than he gets. And He's probably right. He does deserve more than he gets. But he doesn't understand the concept of racing and winning in 2018 doesn't necessarily mean you move product for companies. That's simply not simply not true anymore. If it was 1990s, yes, that does move product because we didn't have social media to view other things to make us decide what we want. All we had to view was that guy in the 1990s racing and winning and going, holy shit, he uses this brand. It must be really good because he's winning. Well, now things have evolved and we know better, right? Not everybody that uses a product really, let's say in the pro world, means it's the best. Sometimes they're just getting paid off, right? That, you know, um, example, Savachi just won. I know for a fact that Savachi didn't, that wasn't his number one choice to go to for just one. I'm sure just one had some fairly good stuff, but they also had a deep pocketbook to pay Joey. That's what I'm talking about. So even if you do not race, let's say you're a professional practicer, but you have a kick-ass social media game, you're still you're still benefiting companies out there to sell product because you're an influencer. And that's another thing that's big in these in these times now is an influencer. Um, even the media, the marketing side, they look for influencers. Look at Steve Mathis. He's an influencer for Yamaha. Look at Josh Hansen, an influencer for Honda. <coughs> Excuse me. There's all kinds of things out there nowadays that move product, not just racing. If you race on top of having a strong social media presence, that's even better. 
but you have to be engaging with the people, the followers out there. Now, let's talk about social media. Guys, okay, you kids out there, if you're listening to this, you might have an Instagram. How interesting is it? Are you just posting bangers of you whips and uh, videos of you shredding an outside berm? Okay, good. I like it. That's that's nice. But tell me more about yourself, okay? And you're thinking to yourself, what does this have to do with sponsorships, Chris? Dude, it has to do everything with sponsorships. Why? Because I know you can ride fast. Big fucking deal. There are so many riders that haul ass on dirt bikes nowadays, okay? But what separates you, Joe Blow Racer, that's fast, versus another Joe Blow Racer, Junior, that's fast, is your personal side, how you react or how you interact with people. What's your social media like, okay? So if I see Dean Wilson sipping on a Rockstar energy drink in the back of his truck going, man, I'm quenching my thirst. So good between motos. Uh, lame, lame. I don't care. No one cares out there, okay? Yes, it pushes product a small amount, but I feel, and this is my personal opinion, if it came more organically and real, like, hey, man, uh, this sweet tea rock star energy drink is one of my favorite drinks. Like, I actually like this stuff. And I know you guys out there probably think it's bullshit because I'm sponsored by Rockstar Energy, but hey, I use this stuff every day, I drink it, and show me that you do that. Show me in a vlog, show me in your social media, don't just be sipping on one post and be like, this is my favorite drink. So what I'm saying is, be interesting, guys, and girls out there, be interesting. Show people who you are, tell us a story. Make your captions on your Instagram or whatever you're doing interesting to read. I want to be entertained. I want to get to know you. I want to be like, look, Joe Blow guy, man, he uses Bell Ray or whatever. You know, he, Joe Blow is writing for Thor. That makes me want to ride Thor gear because I get to know you, right? And I want to feel like I'm a part of what you're doing. That's the ultimate goal here is to feel other, make other people feel like, <coughs> They want to be you. I'll give you another example, guys. Uh, yes, I get a lot of free product. But when I see Justin Brayton riding his Honda with fly racing gear, with the showy helmet, honestly, guys, that makes me want to wear the same stuff and ride the same stuff he does. Why? Because he's a genuine person. He comes across as a, a normal human being, not just a fast dude. Yeah, I know he's fast, but I get to know Justin through his social media, through his posts. When he speaks, he's so genuine, like he's a real person. And that's what I try to push here at Kiefer Ring Testing, is I'm just a real dude. I screw up, I make dumb choices, but I give you straight up information. And that's what companies want. So what I'm getting at, guys, and I know I'm running around, but I'm really passionate about this, and I know this will help you, is in your proposals, you put your social media stuff, and then when they go look at your social media, and it's real, and you see this kid that works his ass off, that's a good person, that's just real, 
They'll want to help you. Trust me. Okay, let me add something as well to this too. If you're at the race and you see uh, a sponsor or you see a potential sponsor that you would like to be a part of, go up and talk to them. Go up and introduce yourself. Communication is key. I feel like the younger generation has lost some of that. Guys will see each other at the track, but they won't talk to each other, but yet you'll text them on the way home. I don't understand that. And most of the time, companies want FaceTime with the people that they are sponsoring. So make sure to work on your communication skills. Talk to people. Ask them about their product. And if you don't know something about their product, ask them. It's only going to help you in the long run, and it's going to show them that you're interested in the in the stuff that they're selling. So communication is very, very important. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your Droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just, I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. You won't ever get it. If you want to hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, skosh. Skosh.com. You looking for some good oil out there? I know you are because I get a lot of questions to my email inbox about oil. Heck, I'm at the track. People stop me and ask about oil. 
on the Pulp MX show. Lots of callers. What oil should I run? So I'm going to let you on a little secret. I've been testing an oil that's called Moto Blood. Bloodlubricants.com. Go check them out over there at bloodlubricants.com. Go view everything they have. There's all different kinds of oils. You got an ATV, you got a street bike, you got a UTV, or you got a YZ450F in your garage. Blood Lubricants has an oil for you. Okay? Jefferson Green, he's been in the oil industry for a long time, since 1983. But he's been a motorcycle enthusiast for longer than that. So he wanted to create an oil that was good, that lasted a long time and didn't break down, and even cooled your engines down a little bit more than you're used to because heck I'm going to tell you something straight up was testing this stuff a couple months did a lot of temperature readings engine temps were always anywhere from 25 to 30 degrees cooler with the Moto Blood 1040 and you want to even know something that's crazier it's a hundred percent fully synthetic oil you guys know me Synthetic wasn't my choice when it comes to some bikes, right? I ran it in the Yamaha and I ran it in the Honda. Wasn't too stoked on synthetic oils. Well, went and tried this. No slippage, no drag, 100% synthetic. It 100% works. So, hey, go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Mention Kiefer in your order, please order, and get 25% off. It's that easy. And if you guys have any questions about this oil, Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. I can discuss more what it does for you, what it does for your bike. But hey, it's in my test bikes right now. I've had zero failures. It's really reliable oil. It's very good, 100% synthetic. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. One of my first sponsors ever was FMF Racing. I wrote resumes. That's right, handwriting for you young bucks out there. Handwritten resumes and mailed them out, licked the stamps, sent them off their way onto every company that had an address in these magazines that I looked at when I was younger. I was a 125 novice, 14 years old, sent my resume off, and I literally camped out by the mailbox every night hoping to get something back that says, we've accepted your sponsorship, now you're a writer. And you know what? One day, guess what showed up? A letter from FMF Racing. And you know what it said inside of it? Congratulations, Chris. You just got 60% off. Can you imagine that? 125 novice, 60% off? Dude, I thought I made it. I thought I was in. I couldn't wait to tell my dad that he was going to save money. And we're going to buy like 87 silencers and pipes now because we saved him so much money. <laughs> Nonetheless... Those guys were on board with me a long time ago when I was very young, and now they're back on board with this podcast. I think it's very cool, and thank you, Little D. And you guys know I don't want any advertiser on here unless I back their products and I back FMF Racing and the quality that it comes with. For 45 years, they've approached everything they do at FMF as riders first. That's why it means the world to them to be on top of every major reader survey. Okay, They want to make exhaust systems that you want. They want to make exhaust systems they want. So it makes sense. It's, they're stoked when they hear guys say, Hey man, I love your product. Trust me. I've been around Little D long enough. He loves that stuff. There's nothing more joyful in a guy's business to know that their products work. Same thing goes for my podcast, guys. So founder Don Emler is hands-on today 
as he was in the beginning. He's out there grinding, welding. Quality is his first concern. He builds everything from the ground up in the USA where he can oversee and control manufacturing. At FMF, they approach everything with the same mentality. Whether you're playing on the trails or backing the fastest names in racing, they set out to be number one. Thanks to all of you, fellow riders, we're leading the pack. They are leading the pack because of you guys out there buying the product. So as you guys know, you guys go back into my podcast. I talk about FMF, great products. Head over to fmfracing.com. Get yourself set up. Go look and see what they offer because they offer a lot. If you have any questions, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll answer them for you. Thanks, FMF. Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right. They are on board with the keyforinktesting.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6dhelmets.com. Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay? I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2. And it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race proven. I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keyforinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets. Hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 6D. Have you been to ruddedracing.com yet? If the answer is no, go there right now. Ruddedracing.com. They have shirts, hats, hoodies, cute stuff for your chick, for your lady, for your wife. Man, it's cute. I put Heather in some of this stuff before bedtime and, well, that's all I'm going to say about that. But nonetheless, go check them out, ruddedracing.com. They have a bunch of cool stuff. And not only do they have cool street wear, but Clint is designing some gear. That's right. If you're a taller dude, 6'2", maybe over, he's going to have the set of gear that you want to be in. Longer arms, a little longer length. Materials are going to be awesome. I saw some of this gear, and man, it's going to kind of change the game for you taller dudes out there. So it's not out yet, so pump the brakes. But before we get all hyped up on this stuff, go to ruddedracing.com, buy some stuff. They support us. They support the Bear, Tyler Bowers, and Henry Miller. So hey, go check them out, won't you? Ruddedracing.com. Screen printing done.com. I hate it when they put sirens in commercials. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I wish I had that shirt. Would cover my boy boobs nicely. Screenprintingdone.com We make kick-ass t-shirts. Made with bits of real panther. We get it done. So you know it's good. Screenprintingdone.com Screenprintingdone.com So let's say you make it this far. You set them a resume. They they accept you. Um, you got a discount or you're getting some free product. What happens now? Okay. Again, 
If you guys are going through Sponsor House or Hook It, that's fine. If not, email them your resumes and proposal. Lay out your proposal of your accomplishments, what you've done, and what you're going to do for 2019. It's very easy. You guys can always hit me up at Chris at Kiefer Inc. Testing, and maybe I can kind of, uh, give you guys a template on how to go about sending a resume in. I've done it for many years. It works. And hey, you know what else works? Handwritten letters. Holy crap. Do you even do that anymore? Nope. But it is nice, okay? Instead of getting an email, it is nice at times to have a handwritten letter to the people that help you, okay? I know when I get some handwritten letters, I know it takes time, it's a nice touch, and it's just something extra special to let them know that you care. And to elaborate on that, I keep getting these little triggers in my brain here. To elaborate on that, people say, oh, he's an ass kisser. You're an ass kisser if you write a letter. Dude, you're not an ass kisser, okay? You actually care about what you're doing, and I feel like in today's society, if you actually care about something, that means you're an ass kisser. That's bullshit, okay? Going the extra mile and telling people that you care and showing them that you care about what you're getting doesn't mean you're an ass kisser. Ass kisser. It means that you care about your brand, which is you, and their product. So just know that forget all the haters, all right? Don't worry about them. Be a nice person. Be genuine. Learn to communicate. Send them resumes. Give them handwritten letters. It looks good because I can tell you right now, not a lot of people do that. So you're going to stand out to them more than any other person. So you've gone this far. You got a percentage back um, or you got some free product. What do you do now? How do you do it? Visibility and exposure. Companies want to know that those that they sponsor are providing them with unique and a unique view of generating more exposure for their product. If you can't provide consistent brand visibility, you have little to offer them, guys. I mean, you got to have visibility of their product. You just can't say, okay, um, I'm, I got a sponsorship from Fly Racing and go race and just expect people to look at you and, and you got product and hey, they're going to go buy product. No, you got to be visible. You got to be available to talk to people, talking about the product. It's work, guys. It, it just doesn't stop when you get the sponsorship. You have to put in some work as well. Okay. Again, 50 50 relationship. Image compatibility is a huge thing. You're the image of that company. Okay. Do you guys understand that? You're the image of the people that sponsor you. You should fit the idea of their image. We talked a little bit about that, but. Make sure you're in the right genre for who is sponsoring you. Wow, what a concept. Be involved. Get in some local track <coughs> involvement, okay? Businesses benefit when they're identified with a commitment to their local track or, or, or even trail rides, okay? So what I mean by that, put on a local ride day. It may cost you a little bit of money. Or let's say you do this on an open ride day. Put on a little local ride day. You know, it goes to show the other company of how much you care. Post it on your social media. Say, hey, guys, I'm having a fly ride day. 
you know, I want to promote some of the fly fly products you guys have, like they have. Come ride with me, even if it's an open day. So what? You have eight people that show up. That's eight more than what they had before. Maybe there's some chance for you to pitch them on the product. They see you wearing it. They see you promote it. They see that you like it, genuinely like it. Maybe they will buy some of that stuff. Again, personal availability. It's very, very important, guys, being available. That's one thing that we do here at Keyfring Testing. That's why I answer emails. Being available, being a part of something, that's important to people, okay? They might want you to have endorsed their products by making appearances. You got to be available. Chances are that's not going to happen because they only do that with certain people, but you never know. Let them know that you're available to do that. It's easy to do. Um, even spectators you know, at the races, they want to know more about the product. Be available to them to answer their questions. Answering people's questions helps. Communication, we talked about that. That's huge. You know, I'm a big fan of communication, guys. I like communicating with people, keeping uh, people up to date on what I'm doing. Again, answering emails. Just keep your sponsors in the loop. Send them every two weeks, every two to three weeks. Send them an update email, okay? Whoever the, the sponsorship director is, send them an email every two weeks. Put it on your schedule. Put it on your calendar. Say every Monday morning, I'm going to say, here's what I've been doing. Here's the races that I attended. Here's how I've been doing. Just give them updates. They like to know what you're doing. Don't accept a sponsorship and just bounce and be a ghost. All right, thanks for that 60% off. And order four sets of gear and then never talk to them. That's the worst thing you can do. You're not going to be able to keep a sponsorship if you do that. Most importantly, this is one that I think is most overlooked in today's age. Personal touch. Saying thank you and please. Man, I do not see enough of that in this world, let alone our industry. It is so bad. You know, typing a letter, answering, you know, typing them emails, that's all fine and dandy. But saying how much you appreciate what you're getting, you know, saying thank you, saying please. It, it goes a long way. When I see someone come up to me and say, man, thank you, Kiefer, so much. I really appreciate what you're doing. Dude, I remember that kind of stuff. Like, I remember that person. So next time when I see them, I'm probably going to pay more attention to that person because they're just genuine and they're appreciative. They're not ass kissers, but they're appreciative. Okay? Saying thank you and please goes a long way. And loyalty. Something else we're missing in this day and age. Be loyal to the people that help you, guys. Let's say you're getting 75% off from a company and another company hits you up and says, hey, I'm going to hit you up with a set of free gear and then the rest will be 75% off. Don't just hop and bail on the company that, that started out with you. Ask them if there's something else you can do for them and if you guys can make an arrangement to maybe match or do something better. Chances are, if you have followed this podcast and done the things that I said and then present them like, hey, I have another company that's offering me something, give them a chance to match that, chances are they'll stick with you and they'll give you that. Don't be the guy that goes up to the next sponsorship just because they give you more shit. That's, you're going to be known as a homie hopper. 
your company hopper. That's not cool. And you're and pretty soon you're going to be exhausted of every sponsor that's helped you and then you're screwed. And then no one's going to want to help you and then you're going to be buying your shit at full MSRP, which sucks, right? Because we're not rich people. So basically, that is an outline of what you guys need to do to obtain and keep a sponsorship. First things first, go send your resume slash proposals into the companies now because I feel they make their decisions by October 31st. Make them short and sweet. Tell them what you can offer them. Give them all the information they can they can handle all in one page. If it's more than one page, it's too much. Okay? Make it concise. Make it brief. But make it meaty enough to know who you are. Say thank you. Say please. Do the right thing. Send it into the guys. Don't bug them. Don't be the guy that bugs them. They'll get back to you. If they haven't got back to you by end of November, chances are that's not going to work. If you're the guy up their ass every week, they're like, this guy's a pain in my ass. Imagine if I sponsor this guy and what it would be like for me throughout the whole year. These companies have a lot of riders. They have other things to do. In this day and age, chances are the sponsorship director has more than just that job. I'm sure he has to deal with me, the media, other things. So um, the old saying is... <laughs> There's a lot of people out there right now that are doing more with less and they're not making any more money. So be nice to them. Send your proposals in. If you're not doing a sponsorhouse.com or a hookit.com, make it a nice letter, a nice make it enjoyable. That's the main thing, guys. And get to the point. I can't really stress that enough. Um again, if you guys have questions about this. Hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. I can try to help you. But that is the gist of everything that I went over in this article. If you guys want to go to keyforinktesting.com and read what I just kind of spewed out to you guys, it's over there. But hopefully you got enough information where you guys can feel confident about sending something in. You guys know how to do it, know how to lay it out. But it's it's pretty basic, guys. It's not rocket science. It's basically about getting the information to the companies and being a real person, knowing the products, trying to sell the products for them because nothing in this world is for free. It's a 50-50 deal. Don't just be a taker. Be a giver as well. That's it. This may sound stupid and the podcast may sound stupid, but that is the gist of this podcast is just understand it's a 50-50 thing. All right? Understand that. All right, that's it this week. We're going to hit you up next week, maybe with a Vet National pre-race podcast. And we got more bike intro stuff, off-road stuff coming your way. So be on the lookout for that. Honda X is coming out for all you off-road guys over there. But again, thank you guys for listening. Please support the advertisers that are on this show. They're doing a great job for me. They make great products. Chances are I have a discount code for most of these guys here. So if you guys want to know that, and please listen to the commercials. Don't fast forward them. They're entertaining commercials. But if you guys do fast forward, I know some of you guys do, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. I can get you the discount code and save you guys some money. So thanks for listening. Be good people. 
and chances are you'll get good people sent around you. You probably get something in return if you're good to someone. That's how I look at it. Be good to someone, they'll be good to you. See you guys.